Hey yo, this is LJ. And this is Jay Hen. And right now, you're listening to On Wax the Podcast. And if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes and you have to leave us a five-star review. You can also like us on Facebook and follow the podcast on SoundCloud and Stitcher. But if you don't, then we're going to have to put your ass on wax. Wax, wax, wax. And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like 12. One, either you made it, or two, you're fucked. I'm not doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry. I'm going to exaggerate the fuck out of this. So we had one coach who had a permanent heart on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying, though, but yeah. I'm buying your ass a thong. <laughs> yeah. Who would win right now? You or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants that little dick. Say it's the biggest fight of the year they may be the best team in the nba fun facts for you about dating i think different women like different things not told anybody about this story in my life on wax Yes, can I speak to the karate hottie, please? This is she. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> I'm great. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. We are excited to have you on. Um, really excited. A lot of the listeners know that you're going to be on. They're excited to have you on. Oh, yeah. Well, I apologize for the confusion. Oh, it's okay. It's yeah, no, okay. Yeah, no, no worries. Hey, for the for the karate, for the karate hottie, there can be some confusion. Okay, <laughs> we're uh, I'm okay. With that. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, got a huge fight on April 14th against Courtney Casey. Went down to the wire. Yeah. But you got the you got the decision. You're seventh in the world. How does how did that victory feel for you? You know, the W is all that mattered. Um, I knew that. Going into it, I, I was, you know, two fights, um, two fights below basically, and I had to. I felt like winning this fight would just get me out of the hole. Right, right. Um, and so, you know, I didn't want to put too much pressure on myself because then I wouldn't allow myself to go in there and just perform. So I just tried to make it a point to enjoy training camp and trust my skills and ability and, and just have the confidence in myself to know that I could win. So let me ask a quick question on that note. Those two losses, were they really like dwelling on you? Because you'd mentioned it prior. Like those are top, top contenders. So you really couldn't like one's the champion right now. So like how much yeah. of those weight did that affect the way you trained going in for the Courtney Casey fight? You know, the the one loss sucks. Two losses back to back is even worse. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, of course. But just putting things into perspective, really, you know, just thinking about it and watching other people fight, watching Joanna fight, watching, you know, these top level fighters, Garbrandt and TJ Dillashaw, Cub Swanson, um, these guys, you know, even you know, even Donald Cerrone, these guys. They fight, and they're legends, but we all have bad days in the office. 
The only difference is when we have a bad day, it follows follows us. Um, It stays on our record. People continue to talk about it until, like I said, you can dig yourself out of that hole. Um, And so I just had to understand that, you know, just because I lost, it doesn't, the, the loss doesn't make me who I am as a fighter. It doesn't make me who I am as a person. It was just a moment in time. And, um, and I've gone back and I've learned from those losses. I've learned the things that, that allowed me to lose. And it's, it's made me a better fighter and person from it. Absolutely. So actually read where you said, you know, you don't make fighting a chore, but make it something that something that you love to do. And, um, so on uh, that note, how important is positive self-insurance in being successful in, um, UFC? Like how, like how far does a positive self-insurance take you? You know, I think it's everything really, you know, and not just in the UFC, but in life, especially nowadays with technology hovering over us every second of the day, people checking to see how many likes they have on their Instagram, checking to see how many followers they have here and there. It's like we're, we're all consumed with the judgment of the outside world of people that we don't even know. Um, and a lot of the times people have the guts to say negative things about you because they don't know you personally. They can't look you straight in the eyes and say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's very important to have a positive uh, state of mind going into the fight. Not even just positive, but just confident. You know, a fight is won or lost before you ever step into the octagon based right. upon your mental stability. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's huge. And I, I feel like for a lot of um, fighters, they play into that mental warfare to try to get into their opponent's head even before they step into the octagon. Example, Conor McGregor. He wins the most majority of his fights before the, the bell rings. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. He, he, plays that, he plays the mental warfare so well, and, um, and it's worked for him, except for the people that don't care, don't care about the talk, and they're like, whatever, and then they just go in there and, and they do their thing, you know? Uh, a good example again, Ro- Rose. She she yeah. was not about the talking <laughs> at all. Yeah. Yeah. And we see that paid dividends. She just said a prayer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was question, insane. Like, cool question for you. I know this may be a, a maybe too early to ask, but has there been any talks on who your next opponent is going to be, or do you have anybody in mind? You're ranked number seven, so you know, looking up a, I definitely you definitely want to fight somebody you know ranked. A little lower than you. Do you have Do you have your mind on anybody? Because there has been a lot of fights in the division. Yeah, you know, um, I haven't really talked much about it. Uh, something that I, I'm going to leave up to my coaches. But I, I do think a fight with um, Carolina would be a great matchup. Um, I know some of the other girls are already matched up. I don't know. You know, I really haven't put much thought into it. Right. All right. So, so also, this is a question that we ask all UFC fan, uh, all UFC fighters. We're kind of te- we're keeping a tally of the question. What's the most satisfying way to win? Do you, you prefer a knockout victory or submission victory? You, you've won by both. Um, you know, submission victories are super satisfying because 
you have to be technical in order to execute the submission. Uh, now, with that being said, knockout submissions are really exciting as well because it makes you feel like a warrior. You know, I don't know how to explain it. It just right. some you know sometimes when you see red and that's all you see, it's just like ah war, and you just want to go. And so it, it is, you know, kind of weirdly satisfying. Um, but I, I would have to say I, I do enjoy the the submission because it's like, you know, you're you're basically making your opponent submit to you. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So um I'm gonna, yeah. So the fight against Casey, you know, she was the bigger opponent, but um that didn't seem to bother you. You went in there, you know, and like charged you know, her. Yeah, yeah, you went toe to toe with her. <laughs> Um, sure did. Absolutely. Um, what does a win do for you against a you know a bigger opponent? Not necessarily stronger, but just a bigger, taller, lengthier opponent. Also, consider the fact that she was she was the favorite going into that fight. Correct. Right. Yeah, and my husband told me that that had changed. Like I was oh. the favorite, and then after the weigh-ins, when everybody saw how itty bitty I was, <laughs> they were like, "No, Casey's gonna win." Right. There was a huge size difference. Um, it, it was definitely noticeable when watching. <laughs> but to, but to know, LJ's point, I mean, that just goes to show it's not the size of the dog. It's the dog in the fight. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You know, when I went into fight camp, I told myself that I wasn't going to let her size be the reason why I lost. Like, at the end of the day, we both weighed 115 pounds, and that, that to me makes it even. So I can't, I can't use her size as an excuse. Um, and so I guess I just went into the fight with that chihuahua mentality, the ch- little <laughs> chihuahua barking at the pit bull, you nice. know? Nice. <laughs> so real quick, I want your, I want your thoughts on the weight cut. Like how, how bad is the weight cut? Can you kind of describe to the, to the listeners exactly how the weight cut works? Um. For me, the weight cut isn't bad to 115. I used to fight at 105, and oh, wow. that was a hard weight cut. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. It, it, it wasn't until I moved into into the UFC that I switched over to straw weight. At okay. the very beginning of my career, I was a straw weight, but at the very beginning of my career, um, there weren't very many women fighting at all. So right. I kind of had to take take it or leave it type thing. Um but yeah, cutting to 115 is not a problem at all. I'd probably walk around um, outside of camp at 1:30, and then when camp starts, I I just slowly cut healthy. I make sure that you know I ramp up my cardio. I go for runs. Um, I'm training three to four times a day, uh, and I'm just eating clean, eating healthy, lots of hydration, just staying yeah. you know staying drinking. And then, so basically, I cut one pound a week. And then when it's five week, um, I water load. And then two days before the weigh-ins, I cut my water down. A day before the weigh-ins, I only drink water in the morning. And then I have breakfast. And then I fast for the rest of the day. And then by the time nighttime comes around, I probably have four or five pounds to cut. I'll cut about three or four pounds in the bath with Epsom salt, and then I sleep off a pound at night, and I wake up on weight. Hmm. Wow. Wow, that's a 
wow, that's crazy. It's a process. Yeah, that's it's a, a process. Definitely a process. So, um, what's your opinion on you know extreme weight cutting? Because I know recently it was in the uh, it was in the uh, news where I believe a person died uh, with um, weight cutting. So, yeah. um, what's your thought on you know extreme weight cutting and like not doing it the not not doing it the right, the right way the the uh, right way but the fast way was it was it in mma of the guy that pa- pa- uh died or was it boxing or what was what, what was it i believe it was with the mma but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't within the usc organization but yeah i think it was international oh, okay. yeah yeah oh okay my opinion is i think that you can only you can only be the bigger guy to where it's your it's um, an advantage to you for so much for so long until um, it becomes more of a disadvantage when you dehydrate yourself that much you will never be able to replenish what you have taken from your body soon enough to when you fight now when mm-hmm. you're dehydrated and you're fighting then that means there's more wiggle room for your brain to to bounce off the side of your skull which leaves you susceptible to concussions which can lead you which can lead to multiple concussions which can lead to knockouts which can lead to you know internal bleeding in the brain Hmm. um so i mean it's just a vicious vicious uh cycle and i believe that it's more important to stay healthy and stay hydrated and have the ability to fight you know, at your truer weight. Mm-hmm. Like Rogan, as, as, that was going to be my follow-up question. If Rogan could have his way, he said he wants everybody to fight at their natural weight. Is that something that you'd be interested in doing? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Nice. Um, it's just, you know, when you get to the elite level, they're gonna tr- everybody's going to try to figure out a way to have some type of advantage because when when you're evenly matched skill wise then what's the what's the advantage what is the edge that you have in my case i feel like the edge i have in the strawweight division is my speed is my um is my technicality um and so i also feel like a reason why i failed against tisha is because I, I fought her fight. You know, I wanted to stand in front of her and bang and, and just see how I, how, how I could fare it that way. When I could have easily had just, you know, played my game, hit and moved, and maybe the outcome would have been different. But, you know, um, I think we need to kind of understand where our strengths are. For some people, their strength is their size. Mm-hmm. So, so quick question. This is a like a two part question because Tisha Tisha Torres could also be a uh, a future opponent. How do you feel about rematches in general? Do you like the idea of not only fighting Tisha Torres again, but just in in general the rematch? You know, does it motivate you? Could it motivate you if you're if you're on the winning side and you've already beat this opponent and they they want you to, like kind of like the Garbrandt TJ thing? Is it something like? Like for TJ, yeah. is it like, uh, man, I've already beat this guy, or, or can you still get that fire lit for 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 rematches? Well, I think it's different when you're coming from the losing end um, because right. you you kind of want to get some some revenge. But um, in, in the case with Tisha, I'd love to re I'd love to fight her again. Um, I think that if that's going to happen in the in the near future, the, the reason why I would do it is if it got me closer to the belt. So if I right. had to re 
fight her again to to be to get me closer to the belt, then yes, I would. Nice. Okay, so this is this is on Wax the podcast, so we're not just going to stick with fighting. Let me let me set let me set the stage real quick. You got 15 wins, right? In the, uh, in the MMA. You got three by knockout, nine by decision. But before you were a badass in the ring, you were a model. You also (laughs) think people may think that uh, Champs versus Stars was your first reality TV star. No, ma'am. Fight girls on oxygen. (laughs) You had the American Ninja Warrior. I mean, you're you're no stranger to, to the reality TV show after MMA, is that something that maybe not specifically reality, but maybe act, you know, acting something in that realm, you know, being in front of a camera, is that something that you'll take after your, uh, your fighting career? Ninja warrior. Of course. Of course. Of course. (laughs) You know, I I loved being on the MTV, uh, challenge because it's still, you still get that rush, that sense of, that that competitive nature comes out in me because we're we're competing, you know, we're uh, we were competing for for money for our charities, but 30s. it's still a competition. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm a very com- uh, competitive person, and I wanted to see how I fared. Um, being in front of the camera is, is is thrilling as well. It's something that I've been working on, um, been trying to uh, make my way behind the desk and analyzing some of these UFC fights. So I'm also trying to take a crack at that. But you know, if, if if the opportunity presents itself for me to be the next Chung Lee, then then I'm down for it. You know. <laughs> right now, I, I have a couple of listeners that are, including myself, by the way. I, I I have been open on several occasions on the podcast. The challenge is dead serious. My absolute favorite show, and, and your season, you you know, competed with some of the challenge vets. You had CT, of course, you had Zach, CT. Wes, Johnny Bananas. I mean, you had, I mean, even the girls. Tell me about some of the, some of the cast members, you know, when it comes to CT, the, the, the Zacks, the Bananas, the Wests. Did you get along more with an, another, better than another one? Or, you know, how, how are they off camera? Because I, I know definitely how they are on, on camera. camera. Are they pretty good dudes on, <laughs> off yeah. camera? Yeah. You know, I absolutely loved everybody that was um, on the cast. My team and the opposite team. Anissa was my... Um, neighbor, uh, and she's just the sweetest person. She's just a very honest, genuine person, which I love about her. But she's also she has that fire in her. Emily, she's a beast. You could tell she's really competitive, but she also has she's kind of a hippie as well, and you know, um, in her own right. Justina was like my role dog, and her and I just stuck at, uh, together till the end. Oh yeah, Donnie Bananas, he's hilarious. He's uh, he's just yeah. He just like amplifies his personality when the cameras are around. Um, when they're not around, he's still the same guy. It's just more amplified. Like he just knows what to say when the cameras are around to push yeah. people's buttons. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, and he like with CT really surprised me because he smoked like a chimney, and then he'd really? come out to these challenges and just just blow people through the water it was insane to me shit did 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 Corey try to hit on you Corey did not try to hit on me he he left um pretty quickly pretty early Uh, right yeah pretty early yeah it was strange i felt like the guys that were there were kind of like 
they were ready for him to go. So they, they, they didn't really mind that he left that early. Yeah, so anybody that does watch the challenge, he's on the opposite alliance as, you know, typically the, the Zacks and the CTs and the Bananas. So, yeah, to your point, I'm pretty sure they're glad that he left. But you also had a ton of personalities on your side as well. We're not – we're talking about – I don't even know if LJ knows this. Terrell Owens was, was on your team for a while. Yeah. How is Terrell Owens? Because yeah. they kind of – in this show, I felt like they kind of painted him out to be the bad guy. He just kind of, you know, threw a fit and left the show. Was that the case, you know, being there? You know, he he's not a bad guy. He's just a really competitive guy. And he's like one of those, like, you, you have those teammates that when they're competitive, they're serious about it. Like, there's no joking. Like, we're, we're doing this. And yeah. you're not, if you're joking around, I'm not, you know, we're not friends. That's how right. Terrell Owens was. Yeah. So, and that, that, <laughs> um. So CT and John Bananas just tore him apart. You know, they were like, oh, like they found his button. And they just kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And and, until he left that, actually, right? So last last person I got to talk, he's a Texas native. He's from Houston, Texas. The biggest personality possibly of the whole show. My man, Riff Raff, he left <laughs> just straight. He left He left the show, right, just to go to, like, to a pool party and just did, played by his own rules the entire time? Riff Raff. How did that guy's affect you guys? Riff Raff was in his whole own world the whole time. Yeah. He, like, cracked me up. He He would just always say some random stuff, and I'd be looking at him like, what does that have anything to do with any of this? And he would just... <laughs> Super random, but actually he's pretty he's pretty athletic. He's in shape. Yeah, no, he, he he's doing, in like, shape. Oh he has Hogan yeah. pythons yeah. for sure. Yeah. Definitely not in the, the UFC testing pool for sure. <laughs> Definitely not in the testing pool for sure. Other than that, karate hottie, um now so some of the people get an opportunity to be back on the challenge. Is that something that you'd want to do, even if it's not on the champs versus stars, just to compete, or, or you can't really focus on stuff, you know, that type of career path right now, focusing on the fights. Um, if you know, if the opportunity presented itself and the timing was right, I think I would, I would enjoy competing again. Like I said, it's, it, it's, it, it's still the same type of competition that that gets your blood going, um, and. The thing is, like, life is short. When opportunities present itself, you got to take them, you know? You really, sure. you can't, you can't go through life being cautious. You, you gotta, you gotta take risks. Damn right. And you gotta, you gotta live life. Damn you right. gotta live life. Damn right. Damn right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, my question for you is, um, so, I read that you said whenever you're 70, you want to show your grandchildren DVDs of you and, um, you know, of like your UFC fights to like show that like you were a a, a, a complete badass at you know at like one point. Um, whenever you're seventy, you know, what do you want those UFC tapes? Whenever you show them to your grandchildren, what do you want those tapes to like say about you and like your UFC career or like who you are as a person? I'd I'd like it to show that I had the heart of a warrior. I'd like it to show that. Um being defined as a fighter doesn't mean that you are this vicious brute that doesn't care for life. I'd like it to show that I had good sportsmanship, that I was um, well-spoken, that I carried, you know, um, 
my legacy as a martial artist uh, with honor and mm-hmm. and um, that I fought my way to the top. Absolutely. And and let let me vouch for it real quick. If I can, if I can, Michelle. You you were you, sportsmanship wise. You gave your drink to to Courtney Casey after the fight, right? Beforehand, I mean, <laughs> you, I mean, the day uh, it's the day prior, I believe. You're you're cutting weight on the bed. I think your husband's holding your phone. You're on live with all the fans. I was a part of that. You didn't address my question, but that's a whole other that's a whole other story. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. But I thought it was so nice that like. You were there, you know, interacting with your fans the day prior. You're you're giving your water bottle out. You're on you're on wax today. Like seems like like you're so humble and like yeah. I said you're 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 on you know champs versus stars, competing for charities. You know, mentioning that you want to you know be this great person. And, you know, I just when it, when it comes to so we had um, Courtney Casey on the podcast prior to y'all's fight. And so I, I had yeah. I had the opportunity to really look at you know um, look at a lot of, of your stuff as well, so I can talk to her about you know her upcoming opponent, and you know afterwards and, and looking at your post press conference interviews and, and and so many things like you wouldn't believe how many times you know people said like man you know after interviewing Courtney Casey how many more people came up to me was like man. I not only am I a fan of Courtney Casey because she's on the podcast, but man, you got to love her opponent, uh, Michelle Waterson as well. Yeah. She's a badass, and, and I like how she carried herself. And did you see her mm-hmm. giving the drink? And like what I noticed again was like you you interacting with your fans. Like, I personally want to let you know that I greatly appreciate it, and I can speak for some of the listeners and, and most of your fans. Keep doing what you're doing because I kid you not, like you're really leaving an impact on a lot of people's life. And for me personally, I just I can't thank you enough. You've been absolutely great. Um, I, again, keep doing exactly what you're doing because you're doing everything right. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. That really made my night. Um, yeah, I, I can't I can't say enough great things about Courtney. She's she really is a great sport and um I, I, I bet if if all those girls weren't fighting each other and trying to punch each other in the face, we'd be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, again, we, we definitely want to be uh, respectful of your time. I think we went a little bit over. I apologize, but I'm a super fan right now. Yeah, I, me too. Uh, Washington, the karate hottie. You know, not only, again, are you on the UFC, you, you competed on one of my favorite shows. You give back to the people. We appreciate it. Is it where can people find you on social media and you're on, on Wax? You know, I, I appreciate all of you. Uh, you know, without you guys, it wouldn't be us. So it, it's, a, it's a give and a take. And um, all I can say is, is to embrace the journey. You know, don't fight it. Ride the wave uh, and embrace it. Um, and thank you guys all for always being supportive of me no matter what. And we're, we're, we're going to make it to the top. If you want to follow me and my journey, yeah. uh, I'm probably most active on Instagram. And it's just Karate Hottie MMA. Awesome. All well, right. like I said, I, I do apologize for going over. Um Tell your husband, don't get mad at us for keeping you past your bedtime. I apologize. Um, but what I will promise you is you have a lot more people, um, not a whole bunch more, but you have a lot more supporting you than you did last night. Um, absolutely. Again, fans. You're, you're absolutely amazing. Yeah. And uh, again, everybody that's listening to, to this interview right now, go follow her. She's super duper humble, super duper dope. And she's a model, you know, and she's a UFC fighter and she's a reality TV show. What 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 more could you want? God damn it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Michelle Watterson, the karate hottie. <laughs> On Wax the Podcast. We appreciate you being on. Thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. Good night. Have a good night. Good night. And that was the Karate Hottie.
Michelle Watterson. <laughs> right number seven in the entire world. She'll kick your little She's ass. Fun. I should kick your little ass in a heartbeat. Oh, oh, you know, it's dead serious. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention. So if she's listening to this, which she probably is because she's a fan now. Hey, she's on all she's wax. A fan so you're a fan. Uh, I meant to mention that um, she was on this. Ep- she was on uh, the Champs versus Stars. And there was this basketball game. I'm so pissed off because I didn't have this written down on my agenda, but I thought I was going to remember it. There was like this football. Like it's a basketball game on, on like a trampoline. But you could tackle oh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. She game. was, she was beasted. Just no way. Good game. Jesus. Good game. No and I was, uh, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, ah, oh, yeah. I was so happy. On a serious note, you know how much I love the UFC. I was oh, definitely yeah. rooting. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. For for uh, Michelle, the karate hottie, to I, win. I didn't she know fell that. A little short. You you told Casey you were rooting for her. Which one are you going for? Oh, no, 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 Casey's listening to this right now. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Don't do that to me. I was riding the fence. I was I was going for both of you guys. Me too. Me too. I was no, riding no, the fence. No, too. no, 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 Friday, Friday, though. She's on my favorite TV show, so I gotta side with her a little bit. Dude, She's on my favorite TV show. You freaking threw those um real world road world challenges out there. I, I didn't even I haven't watched those in a while. I've been telling you, they're one of Holy my favorite shit. shows. No bullshit. I didn't even know that she was on those bad boys, man. I remember those been hey. running for a long time. Thirty long years. Time. Thirty years? Hey. Thirty years. MTV can crash and burn night, but at least keep those on. You, Hell, fuck yeah! You can get rid of catfish, but at least get the keep the rubber. <laughs> <laughs> no one hey, wants that shit. Uh, get rid of TRL, but definitely yeah. keep the, the challenge. Uh, get rid of uh, Teen Mom, but uh, hey, keep hey, on. I'm a huge fan, Jersey Shore, but <laughs> one had to go. Or cabs are here. Or just bring the real world back. That that shit Ooh. was dope. That shit was dope, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I like the challenges better, but yeah, the real world, dope oh. fuck. Psh. But uh, yeah, Michelle Watterson. Jesus, let's just talk about somebody's guest real quick. We have more in store, by the way. We need to. We have something we need to release. That's the thing. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but let me tell you something. This is what kills me: is these guests have been so humble. Oh yeah. So nice, so friendly. Karate Hot, like I like I mentioned, and I'm serious about this. How dope is it? Like the day before the fight, she's cutting weight, she's all wrapped up, and she's addressing fan questions. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. What? A lot. A lot of people don't do that. They just lock themselves in a, in wherever they are. I literally hit up. her up, you know, like a couple days after the fight, and was like, "Hey, uh, need y'all wax." Okay, sure. Be my pleasure. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. What? Dude, if she keeps going the way she is, man, she's liable Come to be, on, you know, Michelle Waters. top, top best, you know. And so we'll have her on the podcast knowing that she's won the fight. She's, she's one fight away. This oh, is why she's one fight away. She's number seven. It, let's just say she gets her wishes and fights Carolina. She's number five. She beats her, which she will. You know why? Two reasons. She's the karate hottie. Karate she's hottie. been on wax. Oh, she's, been, she's been on wax. Let's be serious. And we're supporting. Um, so she... She be, she wins that depending on you know if other people win or lose she jumps to like five or four, she's the karate like listen people that don't know she's the karate hottie she's ranked number seven but like on a popularity rank, 
one, two, three tops. Oh, yeah. Like I don't oh, know. Yeah. Like Easy. she's she's by far the most popular women fighter in, in the in the in and, the world to be fair and beating bigger opponents you know bigger just taller opponent that's not easy dude that's not bigger, easy. Taller, taller longer longer reach, reach weighs yeah. more yeah weighs yeah. more yeah you, 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 oh, um, yeah you gotta gotta have some heart and ah, ah, toughness ah, to do that ah, shit ah, 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 she'll choke slam your ah, ass ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I let her. I'm just, I do the you would. Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> her husband fucking. Yeah, Dude. No, her husband will beat, beat our ass. ass. Oh, I won't be there. Ass. Oh. I won't be there. Yeah, you will. Nope. You have nope, my back. Nope. You have my back. You have my back. <laughs> oh, you have my back. You have my back. You have my back. <laughs> I'm running, dude. I'm running real fast. I want to let everybody know that um, when this comes out, we are going to be days. We're already right now live. We're nine days away. But when this comes out, I don't know, like five or four days away from miami and let me just tell you something motherfucker if a cuban guy gets fucking crazy at you and wants to beat your ass no. even though it's your bachelor party i'm no. just no you're not your dick i'm going to walk a flock uh, no. Ma, no hands i'm just like this I mean, don't get me wrong. Hey, don't get me wrong. I can put these paws on somebody. Those are. I can put these paws on somebody. But if if a Cuban guy wants to fight you, I have a Cuban like this, just like this. Those are pillowcases. Those are nothing. These are fucking cinder blocks, boy. (laughs) These are brick boys. Those are little soft fucking fake Uh, titties. Those uh, are. (laughs) You have counterfeit hands and tits. Tits um, faker than dentures. Uh, no, seriously, no. I'm still riding this high. I'm still riding this Mich- Michelle Watterson high, man. Oh, yeah. Good God. Ho- yeah. Hopefully Good. she goes to bed thinking, those all-wax guys gave me a great interview. Better than I made her laugh a couple times. Yeah, I made, made her laugh a couple times. You're a kiss ass. You're a kiss ass. You're a kiss ass. <laughs> 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 no, she's awesome, though, man. She's real cool. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, How dope is that? Oh, yeah. Uh, hopefully get this out. Everyone enjoys this interview uh, and all of our yeah, antics. We got... We got- we got to talk about how we want to deliver these because um, I got a, the special guest that I had on today. I want to be paired up with the other special guest that we had on last week. That's a part of the same group. We oh, ain't talked yeah. about that. We should, we should probably oh, talk about should. that off wax. But yeah, well, I want to pair. I want to pair them together. Oh, for um, sure, logistics. We, you know, you probably now have heard the episode, but we got Texas legends on it. You know, it's I think like, they've known that by now. Known that by now, right? Yeah, definitely. If you don't know, we get. <laughs> Texas rappers on the podcast of the South on All No X podcast, legendary. Kind of yeah, so I mean, if you don't like Texas rappers, uh, sorry. Uh, hey, <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, 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 no. They're they're older and they haven't dropped. Oh, shut your fucking mouth! <laughs> they're legends. Ca- God damn it! Ass. What's wrong with you? Yeah. What's wrong with you? That's what I, I heard somebody say that about somebody that has not been on the podcast, but they were like, oh, oh I haven't heard of them. I'm like, of course you don't because you're not a fan. Yeah, I just did this whole thing right here. I'm going to Ric Flair somebody. Exit. Exit <laughs> now. I'm like, kadoosh. Yeah. What the fuck you want me to get? Fucking. Uh... Of course they haven't dropped in a while because, I mean, let's let's just admit, 2000s. Early mid two thousand, that's when they were popping. So I mean, what you don't understand is these guys are. Yeah. I, I did explain this in the tight episode, but it's like we listen to these guys religiously. Oh, oh, everyone did. Not not just me and you. It wasn't just like a, religiously. 
it wasn't just like a LJN John thing. It was a entire city of Houston, Austin, San Antonio, listening to these guys or a version of them of uh, or SPM or, you know, Freestyle Kings or Mike Jones or I mean, even in like Alabama, you know, like Alabama, down south, Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana. Oh, yeah. for sure. Georgia. Fuck yeah. Georgia. Fuck yeah. All those Fuck. guys. So, I mean, if you weren't on that. If if you weren't listening to that type of music during that time, then you wouldn't understand, you know. You'd probably listen to country or, you, or jazz. Or or country grammar. Melly. Oi? Uh, 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 uh. Oi? <laughs> uh? Wait a minute. Nelly was. Man, this is on wax the podcast. You already know what Nelly. the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah. Huh? I didn't like Nelly. I like like two oh, or three songs. Shut in LA. your mouth. Like He's one of my favorites, boy. You were you were a band aid. How could you not you like hold on? Band-aid. Yeah, oh, I, oh right here. Right here. Oh right here. My Let me just God. you forgot. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta do a little, a little this fans are gonna appreciate this. I'm gonna hear next week. They love this. You ready for my real quick my Nelly mixtape? Watch this. If you wanna go and take a ride with me with three women in the phone, we can go Oh, I'm a anyway. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Dude, do you remember? Dude, that was Yin Yang Twins before Yin Yang Twins. Or that may have been out whenever Yin Yang Twins was out, but I remember that was a club banger. Hot and hot and yeah. You know what was in the club? If if you like the type of music that me. Oh, you know what the fuck me and LJ used to do? We probably talked about this prior, but if we didn't, and if you if we did, pretend like you didn't. And keep, <laughs> keep keep listening, goddammit. You're stuck me here. And LJ, we're like twelve years old, and my parents and his mom used to take us to Spiro's, which is a nightclub off 7th Street on Austin, right next to 6th Street. It's called Spiro's. I think it's still there. Not sure. Maybe. But Maybe they not. used to have teen night. I don't know about every Sunday, but like once a month on Sundays. And let me tell you about teen night. That was dope. Teen night was <laughs> It had downstairs. It had upstairs. It had outside. And yeah. guess what else they had? Special feature. Tell them what the fuck they Special, had, LJ. The best feature was the foam party. It's foam. Just oh, foam, head. foam. You can't I see. I literally the... <laughs> have to paddle myself out to see my face, and yeah. like you just so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot as fucking there. Hot, yeah. Trying like, to get no through bullshit. foam. We would get into LJ's mom's car. What is fucking messed up seats and everything? Everything's like, fucked up. But yeah. but seriously, like being from Smithville. Overwhelmed. We had oh, little fucking yeah. bonfire country dances at the fire station, and and then we <laughs> at fucking Thunderbird Park. Seven Eleven to get-togethers. We had Seven Eleven. To to, we used to go to the rec center, the Thunderbird Park. I think that's the name of that shit. Or uh, or the fucking fire station. Oh oh or yeah. The, or the elementary or something, or like the, yeah. the cafeteria. Yeah, and then. By the way, hate to brag, me and LJ 
only teenagers from Smithville going, and I'm pretty sure that's fact. Hey, pretty sure. I didn't see anyone else there who I knew. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure that's fact. But we would go to these teen parties and just LJ, J-Hen, 2OK, next. I mean, we would legit. Hat fitted everything. Long tee. Hat. Fitted long jersey, long T Air Force, Force Ones. Our white horses would turn uh, pink, bro. Oh, and absolutely. Give no shit. One. <laughs> no shit. There. <laughs> it was. It was necessary to get to these phone parties no, immediately. I would buy <laughs> a fresh pair of whites just to get them pink, just so yeah. nobody could see them. Yeah. Just to get them pink. Yeah, My nope. God, man. I could have worn flip flops in that hoe. Would have been fine. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Antoine. Me and my friend Antoine, we were at this uh, like teen party thing, and uh, me and him were dancing. And and I just it, the face that he made and the face that I made, we were right next to each other, right, and we we're dancing. That's Spiros. And like, no, it it was oh. it wasn't Spiros. It oh. was something else. I forget what the other place was called. But it's like she got a hand up on her knees and the buzz on her thighs. We were like, oh, I'm at it right now. Yeah, yeah. Say, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And I looked at I look I looked at Antoine, and Antoine looks at me, and he just goes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh! <laughs> and it was like, we still talk about the I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you ain't twerking, bye, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yin Yang Twins were. Yin Yang Twins were. Fire. I hate it when they left. I still. I mean, we're talking. I want them to come back. I mean, don't get me wrong. When it comes to like club songs, back that ass up. I think everybody gives that number one. Old people, young but people, I, everybody. Yeah. I give you one. I give you one that's really close to that, and, and it really, to be fair, may be better than the back that ass up. Do you know what I'm referring to? Get low, yin yang. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Dum 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 dum. Actually, to me, I think that if oh, I, so I picked that one song, actually, really, photo. There's nothing oh, yeah. sicker than when back that ass up. Dun 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 Hey, <laughs> no, what makes that funny is you could be at the fucking bar, 10 deep, and finally you're up next. You want a cold beverage. Cold brew. Just... Dun, 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 dun. Then you just... <laughs> fuck a drink. Fuck, fuck a drink. Fuck everything, You gotta man. get there. You gotta get there. Knocking people and over. And the best part about it, bro, is, oh, is it goes, dun. Dun dun dun. Then it slows down. It's like dun dun. dun. Oh yeah. Girls who can't twerk are twerking. Just yeah, just move ahead. Just move ahead. That shit works on that song, goddamn dude. I don't care where you are. You could be at a fucking anywhere. You could be at a wedding, fucking mid ceremony. Dun dun. People running. You could just literally just be paying your respects. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. You could be, a, you, you could be a, in a fucking dead ass sleep. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
full oh, mid. Oh, mid jack off. Mid jack off. <laughs> mid beat. Mid beat, dude. I only said that because I knew it was going to make him laugh. My bad. Uh, <laughs> you're disgusting. <laughs> uh, we, we just no. lost fans. We just, we just lost fans. I think we just gained them. I oh, think no. we just gained them. That's hilarious, man. Oh, man. No, I'm serious not though. You can literally mid buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, mid-drink, spit the shit out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. I've done it I before. Mean, That's the thing. I've done it. No, I know. Everyone's done it. Everyone's done it. Yeah, I think if I had to rank them, like, ay ay ay, get low, and uh, that back that ass up. God, dog, man. Yeah. I, I mean, well, there's probably some more. I mean, this literally, we don't have no agenda with what we're talking about right we're now. We're just this talking is, shit right now. This <laughs> is freestyle. Freestyle. Um, but yeah, I don't even know. Those songs for sure come to mind. Um, I'm assuming we'll, we'll, we're going to hear that in uh, MIA. A bunch of that. Probably a bunch of Cuban music, too. So I hope you know how to dance to oh. that. God, I'm, bro! Dude, I'm gonna be dancing. Fuck. Will, will the whole Texas? Will the whole Texas thing work? Hands on your hips and just. I think so. I'm. I'm gonna do a little rock back You're and gonna forth. need moves. I don't know. You, you should. Ask, damn it. No, it's funny is that you should ask Carlos because that dude can salsa dance like a motherfucker. He's gonna be in paradise. Carlos can't salsa dance. Carlos can't salsa dance. Carlos can't salsa dance. He's gonna be in paradise. He came down to D.C. We went to a salsa club. He had the whole damn fucking uh, dance floor just looking at him like, who the fuck is this guy? I, I, I got Shout jealous. out to Carlos too. I got We're super in the group jealous. Chat. Dude, dude, rocking rompers, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to. Shout yeah. out to Carlos again for saying he listens to uh, Wax. Gotta love that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'll wear whatever to Miami. I don't give a shit, dude. It's fucking Miami. I, I don't think there is a dress code. I, you just, I bought some solid Miami gear, boy. I think shit has to be neon colors, right? In order to, you have to, you, oh, you got to stand out. Sure. You Sorry. Hold on. Be right out. Be right back. Hold on. No. This, this is an exclusive real quick. <laughs> Keep talking that shit, though. He's going to put on his thong. But, uh, yeah, you have to have, like, you know, bright colors in Miami. I don't know, like, because I think it's just the vibrance of the, uh, like, of the city, you know? People just do things differently in Miami. I don't know. I just think so. But the shirt that he's about to show you or what he's about to show you, I'm sure it's going to be uh, something that is Miami-esque or isk. I'm pretty sure. But um, I think he bought a whole bunch of clothes for Miami. I'm not sure. But, uh yeah, I'm super excited about going. We're all super excited about going. We got about two weeks. Uh, what, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? <laughs> what are we doing? No way. What are we doing? Should that, we, should we yeah. put, call up this motherfucker? That, that's exactly what you have to do, dude. That's exactly what you have mm, to wear. For sure. That's exactly what you have to wear. You won't pop collar. I'm in Miami, trick. I, I need to go give me one of those bad boys. Actually, I have a, I have a shirt in the closet that's yellow, blue, and like white, just solid, blind your ass. Fuck you, look at it too long. You gotta blind like, these motherfuckers, man. Gotta oh, blind God, these you gotta blind, dude. You gotta stand out like a fucking, uh, like a fucking thorn, bro. Yeah. Stick <laughs> out like a stick out like a thorn. You got to. And, and you have to have a cold pineapple drink in your hand mixed with some vodka or something bro, like that. Bro, if I wasn't Pitbull in the face, Rick Ross in the waist, <laughs> I would definitely go romper, bro. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know where to find a romper. What? I, but Amazon. No. Way. Amazon. Um. Real quick, by the way, on that note, I, I got my hair cut Tuesday, three thirty, right before the flight. You're talking 
fresh cut. Oh, absolutely. If you're not going, what are you on the plane for? If you don't get on with a fresh fucking, uh, with a fresh chop, get off the plane. Go home. Go to sleep. You better have a fresh uh, cut. Dude, um. Fresh, boy. I'm trying to figure out exactly what to bring to that shit, dude. I mean. Slowly but surely, my whole shit's coming together, bud. Dude, because I think you like have to dress for the beach. You know, you have to have the vibrant colors. Then you have to dress for the club, so you have to have the, you know, the whole pit bull, like you know, like nice slacks with the with the with the, with the black shoes and the button up that like that like stops mid chest. Yeah, so I'm growing my I'm growing my chest hair out just for the trip. You don't have any chest hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, no. hair boy. Oh yeah, baby boy hair. Man, hair you boy. Have you have baby. Tyrese hair. You, you have, have Tyrese hair. You have that baby boy. You have pubes on your chest. You have nothing. Yeah. You have him. You have ground beef on your chest, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Right now, Utah's beating OKC, man. Yeah, this is freestyle. Utah beats OKC. It's it's three one, three one Jazz, right? And I pray to God that they beat OKC because I do not like Russell Westbrook. Do you don't not? You don't want to? I'm a Rocket fan, so I want Utah to win because I would rather the Rockets play Utah than than OKC. But I just don't want them to advance. Oh, I I just don't want them to advance. I don't like how uh, I just don't like Russell Westbrook. I don't like his whole demeanor of trying to, you know, get the rebounds so I can get the triple double, so I can make the Hall of Fame. He's right. he's gonna I, make the I've Hall of Fame. It's yeah. it's padded, but whatever. It's, you know, it's I think so, so. Yeah, I don't know, but it's a little padded. He he deserves a lot of it, but I mean, there's definitely times that they they let him get those boards just to get that stat. Um, so whatever. Um, I think it was Colin Colin a uh, herd or. How you that? Oh, those are solid. You haven't even taken a bite out of those because you're a vagina. And I won't. Collector's item. I'll eat them holes right now if they're in my face. i turn them holes open. No, you wouldn't. Yep, no, yep, you'd yep. eat a lot if it's in your face. Yeah, Keep going. Sure would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. I, the, uh, Colin, the fucking herd guy, he was saying um, that uh, he he just knows that he's, he's never going to win a championship, so he has to find a way in the Hall of Fame for something. Right, that's how you do it, man. Pad your stats. He could, he could win the championship depending on what team he goes to in the free agency, but I don't think he's going to make a splash. I do not think he's going to splash. Exactly. So we'll see. <clears throat> Donovan Mitchell, though. Donovan Mitchell's killing it. He's so, he's right. solid. He's killing it. He's solid. Him he's and ben, him 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 and Ben Simmons are my on my two rookie of the year candidates. But uh, not They're everybody. They're yeah. everybody's. Thank you for stating no one knows the obvious. Every, the obvious. Some people are saying Alonzo Ball's queer ass, and some other people are. <laughs> some people are saying, uh, "Who else am I hearing?" That's it. That's it. No, I'm hearing maybe one more out there. <laughs> maybe, the uh, maybe uh, Jason Tatum. I don't know. I've heard Jason Tatum out there, but uh, no, there's a couple. Nah. Anywho, LJ, you have anything else you want to do to wrap this motherfucker up? We got to talk about dropping. Shit, no. Look, we got a lot to drop, people. Uh, expect your fucking uh, notifications to blow up soon. So you're working with some magic. You be you. Yeah. So expect the notifications to blow up soon because we're about to yeah. drop some, uh, about to drop quite a few. Keep in mind that we're probably going to drop a couple more than average 
coming up soon before the trip because we want to make sure our, our people are fed. You fed them. We're going we to we we be gone for a week, so we might, we got to make sure these motherfuckers is fed. Got to make sure they eat. Got to make sure the streets and eat. X-rated. Eat. Yeah, we got to make sure these, you got to make sure these streets eat. <laughs> streets eat. <laughs> you got to make sure these streets eat. <laughs> Uh, you got a shout out Michelle Watterson man oh yeah so it started with Alexander Hernandez Courtney Casey Ashley Yoder Zach Cummings uh, Michelle Watterson be sure and listen Um, to uh, the Ashley Yoder and Zach Cummings interviews uh, coming up soon because those are gonna those are two good episodes people no, well, by the way, they should already be out by the time they're listening to this. So if you haven't listened to the motherfucking episodes yet, what the fuck is you doing? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. So uh, listen to those and uh, like them, people. Follow them, people, because uh, oh, they support subscribe our on Subscribe on YouTube. <clears throat> subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Oh, please. Follow on IG. Like on Facebook. All of the above. And you know what? If you're listening to this and you have not did this... um. Because we do, we Go average, you know, quite a few listens uh, per episode. Um, yeah, yeah. Share, repost, uh, take a screenshot, then you know, do it yourself. You know, sh- there's a shout out to my boy uh, Chris Burr. He 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 mm-hmm. he always hollers. He's oh, he's a yeah. uh, he's a huge supporter. We appreciate that. This is one of the first uh, and there's, 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 yeah, there's a lot, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't again. I press this all the time. You don't realize how much that helps us or makes our day. So um. I'm, let me get my Michelle Watterson on. I appreciate it. I'm going to continue to try to be humble and try to you know keep doing what the fuck we're doing. But uh, LJ, we have a lot of big guests on the way, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Like coming up like in the future or what we have to release? Because I know we have both. <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah. already have shit on wax. And yeah. then we have some shit planned. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, get I want you, to – No, no. I want the fans to like chime in to see, you know, like who do you guys want us to put on wax, you know? I don't know. Like who should I mean, in terms of what we do, like you know the whole sports, music, acting, com- comedy. And keep in keep in mind that we have a lot of UFC fighters and a lot of rappers because that's what I like. So as soon as somebody tells me, "Hey, I like, you know, X, Y, and Z," yeah. then I can make that a priority of mine, but I mean literally, I go from Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I'm just saying. On top say, of that, I, I literally just go from work. I listen to rap music, then I get home and watch fighting, then listen to rap music. So like, that's all I do. So on top of that, on top of that, you know, if it's something somebody who you want us to interview or someone to talk to, you can reach out to them. Say, hey, on wax. Oh, I mean, that that sure that'll be great for us. You know. It's Especially or shout out to my will. boy Eric. Eric uh, put us down with uh, Rob the Original. That's in the works. Sorry for name dropping because it's supposed to be a surprise. But he's like, hey, I know somebody. You know, I think he'd be dope on the podcast. Let me reach out to him. I reach out to him. And exactly. He says yes. So there you go. I mean, there's a lot of moving pieces just based on you know some of the fans you know making recommendations. So. Um, we's excited. LJ's excited. You know, it took it took it took a couple of big guests for that motherfucker to get back. By the way, you know, it wasn't just big names. LJ's back in the motherfucking building. Another big episode uh, for you folks. 
Ooh. I don't know. Like, I hate to say this is the biggest. This is not the oh, biggest. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. They're all getting big, though. I'll, I'll say that. They're all getting big. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's big, what's not. I guess uh, I just know that they're all they're all big to us because we do them. But uh, to you right. guys, I don't have a ranking system because I don't know. I don't know. Not with this. If you ask not me, with- <clears throat> some of our biggest ones, like, well, b- biggest ones to me are the ones that we did a long time ago that, like, when we first started. But, you know, the. Solo Dolo Boys? <clears throat> yeah, the Solo Dolos. But um, these are, uh, you know, these are turning the page. These are page turners. So, uh, yeah. I mean, seriously, man. Texas Legends, UFC Fighters. Top ranked top tens, by the way. Like Alexander, he's ranked like twelfth. Courtney's like twelfth. Uh, Zach Cummings is right up there. We had Ashley Yoder right up there. Who fights? Uh, fucking Michelle Watterson, seventeen. Yeah. Like it's just it's getting crazy, man. Zach Cummings got a, has a fight in May. We have yeah, um, okay. we have a uh, <clears throat> what's Mike Mike Jackson has oh, a big fight, a chance to make fucking. Huge. I mean, did I just name drop shit? But it's probably out by the time we, we y'all hear this. Like, we we got shit planned, like no one's business. Oh, wax, get behind us while you can. Goddamn it, because back then they didn't want us. Now they hot. They y'all on us. Shit, we need that shout person. Out to Mike Jones. We need that shout person out, on. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike Jones for that. If lyric. you listen, if you listen to Mike Jones, it's time to get on, buddy. It's time, time to get on all wax, man. Sure. Hey, 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 hey. We, we got Magno hey. on. I'm just saying, if you if you go look at it, Mike Jones follows us. I'm just saying we're in communication. I'm just saying, two way just here for the oyster bake. I'm just saying, if you look if you look at my DMs, he's in there. I'm just saying, I didn't want to do it, buddy. Wax the podcast. Let's go. Your name dropping. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go to bed. I gotta go. Later. Wax the podcast. Yeah.